I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everybody's favorite Hollywood podcast. It's Holly Shook! Oh my god. Um, I'm Ryan, and I'm joined, as always, by the impeccably dressed and ready for the camera, Armin. Hi, Army. Hey, Rye. Thank you for that compliment. Your mm-hmm. voice is a, lot of, a little out of practice. I guess my voice is also a little out of practice. Yeah. Um, but we're back. It's been back. almost six months, but we're back. <laughs> uh, we didn't do a practice take. This is a first run. We hardly have notes this time. We're very yeah. famous for our six, seven, eight page notes for 20 minute podcasts. We've mm-hmm. got barely half a page for this episode so y'all are getting us at our best and best dressed as rye said you're getting us at our most raw we'll say (laughs) um yeah we're kind of like trying to ease back into this see if we still got our chops and yeah i guess we'll know by the end of this episode if we still got it i think i think we'll know in the next five minutes yeah we don't need a full 45 to an hour I'm feeling confident. I think we're going to um, just, it's like riding a bike, you know, put a microphone in front of me and I'm ready to say some shit that doesn't make sense and no one cares about. I mean, I will say that Scandaval anchoring this podcast. Yeah. And like, we don't need to to bury the lead here. We're talking Sandoval, Sandoval. We're talking Sandoval and Scandaval yeah. and yep. Raquel and Rachel and Ariana. We're talking all of that today. I think, that's going to help us ease into this because that really is our bread and butter, right? Vanderpump Rules talk. I mean, this is a Hollywood podcast. Vanderpump Rules probably was never considered anything close to Hollywood before mm-hmm. these last six weeks. But suddenly the New York Times is covering Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Dancing CNN. Ariana is getting casted in movies. Okay. So I think the the crossover has happened. It is wild because for people like you and me with mental illness, these people have been Hollywood figures for the past eight years. Yep. So it's funny to like people who didn't know who any of these people were before are like learning about it. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've known these, these are my close personal friends for the past however many years I've been watching. But it, it, it really did break the, it broke the barrier between like trash reality TV and like mm-hmm. coming like a full fledged Hollywood tabloids scandal mess disaster. Like people who never watched the show started, I have multiple friends have never watched the show before, started from the beginning. Like it's, it's been, it's blown up. It's blown the show up. Yeah. It's part of the cultural zeitgeist now. It's a part of the everyday conversation uh, which you would have never said before. Even Bravo fans, broadly, were not all Vanderpump fans. Yeah. If you had to ask, like, as a sub-question, if you asked someone, hey, do you watch Real Housewives and Bravo TV? And they said yes. Do you also watch Vanderpump Rules? Mm-hmm. It was weirdly, like, not one of the most popular shows. I mean, to be fair, it went downhill the past, like, two seasons, famously. Right. We didn't love it, but... It wasn't like in my head, it was the first Bravo show I ever watched. Mm-hmm. I remember. It was what introduced me to Bravo. So, like, to me, it's always been Bravo. 
But yeah, like if you were a housewives person or like whatever, you weren't necessarily a Vanderpump person, which is crazy to me. I remember vividly when you first started binging the show. I think the show was starting on its fourth or fifth season and you started binging the show, you know, from season uh-huh. one. Yeah. And we would be talking about it, you mm-hmm. know, in person, over text or whatever. And then you finally caught up. Oh, that those were fun times. I'm pretty sure I started like leading up to the premiere of season four because Mm -hmm. I remember like our little group back in LA and you guys were like going to watch it together or something. And I was like, I don't want that (laughs) because I like can't not be invited to anything. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll just binge watch this stupid ass show. And we're like, you have to watch the first three seasons. Yeah. And what's happening here, which is true, which is actually true. No, you have to. It's somewhat argued the best three seasons season two is maybe the best season of reality television of all time and season three is underrated season three is almost equally as fantastic it's more comedic anyway we could get into all this later right we are jumping the gun okay so obviously y'all we've been we've been gone for a while we've missed a few things we're not gonna cover it all because to be honest we're tired um (laughs) and no one cares i like Honestly, like the Scandal thing, I remember there was another like celebrity story that week that everyone was like, "Oh, they got lucky because nobody fucking gives a shit about what you you are right." But what was that? Yes, yes, like like, yes, they were like, "Oh, blah blah blah," is like should be like sending thank you cards to Raquel and Tom for like taking the attention off them. I forgot what it was, but see, that's how like. It wiped mm-hmm. my brain of everything else. Like, I don't even remember what happened. Scandaval has sucked up all of the oxygen in the room for the last six to seven weeks. But some other things happened since our last podcast. So we're going to do a quick little what have we missed roundup with super quick reactions. Y'all know we normally do the deepest of dives. I'm here with the quotes. Rise here detailing all of the nuances you know, with with the utmost journalistic integrity. That's what we do. That's, that's I mean, that is normal. that's, that's the normal. normal. Yeah, right? we're breaking news. We broke the college admission scandal. Today's okay. episode is a little different. Okay, we've been gone for too long. Y'all have already heard everything about everything we're talking about. So we're really just you know dipping our toes back into the celebrity waters here. So uh, what have we missed? Okay, well, first of all, Gwyneth Paltrow ski mm-hmm. crash trial. We would have had so much fun with that ride. That was surreal a uh, quick take on that um fashion icon going to <laughs> um i didn't I, pick up on the fashion stuff was there interesting fashion with all that didn't. come on um uh, she just like she looked she just always looked comfortable with chic and good yeah, and, stuff? Chic and comfortable okay. and, like, all right she was kind of giving like librarian a little bit or like, just like she, she looked normal, which I think was probably like a lot of the reasoning behind it. And I still lose sleep over her whispering in his ear on the way out. I wish you well. Like Mm. I lose sleep over that. (laughs) That's so good. I unbothered walking out with her $1. Like I was almost starting to question the reality of it all when the clips of the lawyer started surfacing oh my god 
if y'all don't know, again, I just was saying how like everyone already knows about this, but to quickly just touch on the details there. The lawyer for the optometrist was questioning Gwyneth Paltrow. And if y'all haven't seen this, do a quick search on this. The lawyer is questioning Gwyneth Paltrow, and she almost seems like the biggest Gwyneth Paltrow fan. Like yes, she has a best. like she has a subscription to Goop. Yeah, yeah. Like like that that's her like on her bookmarks even Goop. I don't even yeah. know is there a Goop website? I actually have no clue really about what Goop's all about. But I don't like think it's a real thing that exists. But <laughs> I like my impression of Goop is that it's like a lifestyle brand, and you... I think it's like yeah, like wellness or something. Wellness. So I'm sure there's blogs, right? Like she's reading the blog on a daily yeah. basis. Um. It was hilarious. And like none of the questions seemed material to the case. Like, no. not that I'm the most lawyerly guy or anything, obviously, but I mean, the case was about whether or not uh, she crashed into that guy skiing or yeah. he crashed into her skiing, right? That yeah. was like the big case. And she was suing him symbolically for a dollar and he was suing her for who knows how much. Yeah. Um, but like the questions were so bizarre and they were kind of playful and they were like having this like back and forth witty banter, like very they, they playful off, and flirty. Yeah, it was like giving off like girlfriends at like coffee, like a coffee date being like, <laughs> like, and Gwyneth like kind of like played into it a little bit and was just trying to be like cool and silly and it was just fun to watch. It really, if you haven't watched the show Jury Duty that just came out. <laughs> I have not. Oh my god! I, it came out. I'm sure a few months ago, but I started watching it. It's um, it gave me that vibe. Like it's like, but that was real. Jury duty is like, not is real. This a scripted show. The concept in one sentence is they're filming a mockumentary, like a documentary style about this case, focusing on the juries. They're all actors except one guy is real and he doesn't know that they're all actors. I I saw a clip from it with James Marsden, right? And James Marsden is playing yep. himself. Yeah, yeah, I saw a clip from that. Yeah, they're sitting next to each other, and the guy is like, "Yeah, I really didn't like you in that one show or something." Yeah, I saw that. Like later in the episode, he comes in, he's like, "I, I really want to apologize for that. I didn't didn't mean to come off as offensive. I just was telling you how I felt about the movie, and I I thought it was a pretty like common uh, review." And he's like, "Getting," and James Marsden's like, "It's fine. It's fine. It's just no one wants to hear that about their work and like all this stuff." It is so funny, but the Gwyneth like trial is similar vibes because you're just like this is so ridiculous like you can't think it like you can't believe it's real you can't I, I, the whole time i'm wondering are we being duped societally <clears throat> no it was but it was like it was something that could only get pulled off because it was going with paltrow like something about it being about her just made sense and i was like i believe right. this and it's happening and i support this do you remember that clip that we were obsessed with where it's her and john favreau on like some cooking mm-hmm. show or something. She doesn't know she's in a movie. She had no idea she was in a movie. He's like, yeah. Do you remember that one time we were at, in Atlanta shooting? It was a Marvel movie, right? Like Spider-Man. I, I Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we were in Atlanta shooting Spider-Man. She's like, John, I was never in Spider-Man. He's like, right. yes, no, you, you were in Spider-Man. <laughs> John, I was never, I was never, never, at... <laughs> I was never explains, in Spider-Man. explains the scene and she was like, that was Spider-Man? I thought that was Captain America. Like, she just didn't know what movie she was showing up to. It's so Gwyneth. I love her. <laughs> and she won. I'm so happy she won. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I don't know the details of the case. I wasn't following it closely. I wish I was. I wish we were potting about it. It's, it's going to be a historic 
uh, episode one day when we when we do our history episodes. When yeah. you know when we about revisit that, <laughs> yeah. Planets. I do say I will say the guy who lost the normal guy. He's like yeah, like an optometrist or something. He was like, I wish I never did this. I live online and everyone made fun of me and I'll never live this down. And I should have just kept silent and never done it. <laughs> he said that? Like, yeah, like in a post no interview. Way. I was oh like, yeah, God. I don't know why he would go up against Gwyneth Paltrow, but sure, dude. <laughs> I love how his biggest regret is is like, I'm just so online no, and now I'm viral online fodder. Like, what yeah. am I going to do? Get offline? I'm just very online. Like, this sucks. That's what he said. He was like, I'm just everywhere, and those videos will live online forever. <laughs> like, LOL. Sucks for you, Dan. Oh, speaking of being online, so was Haley Bieber. Um, the Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber drama. Again, we're not go- doing deep dives today. These are just quick little uh, takes. So... Right, you were telling me pre-pod, we're, we're pulling back the curtain here, that you weren't really following this drama, but we talked about it a little I didn't bit. Know, I, I didn't know a single, um, I didn't know a single, single detail about it. I still, quite frankly, don't. I think our listeners already know, but f- for those of you that do not, it appeared that Haley Bieber, Kendall Jenner, and Justine Skye were kind of mocking Selena Gomez in a TikTok for her weight. Um, they were body shaming her, um, and, uh, Selena Gomez put out an IG live saying, I'm a little bit big right now because I enjoyed myself during the holidays, but we don't care. Then there was this huge, horrible online backlash to Haley Bieber. She was getting death threats and, uh, Selena Gomez is saying, y'all, we don't do that. You know, she was kind of taking the high road to it all. Um, but this is only really news because of the history behind it all. Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, of course. I mean, I think everyone, I mean, I didn't really care, but, you know, everyone who was obsessed, all the believers out there, I think for the most part, they wanted Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez stand up together, right? Wasn't that like yeah, the it's premier a thing? Well, it's still a thing, exactly. And The only thing I heard about it really was that all these like old pictures and videos came out of Hailey Bieber, like, buying the same outfits that selena gomez was wearing when she dated yes. him like dyeing her hair and like basically trying to be selena gomez well i think was i think justin bieber right and i think there were even tweets of her saying like oh like selena gomez and justin bieber forever like things like yeah, that which like, is a little was, awkward yeah like it, it like got exposed that she was essentially like obsessed with them before she was anyone which we love that for her. I mean, honestly, same. Like, that's me. <laughs> if I ever marry, like, if I ever become slightly f- well-known, people will be like, you are obsessed with all these people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, like, if your Sean Mendes dream happens, then, like, all the past episodes in which we talked about Sean Mendes yeah. and your thirst for Sean Mendes, yeah. they would come out and people would go, like, how awkward and cringe is that? That, yeah. like, Rye and Shawn Mendes are now together, but there's this whole history of Rye thirsting after him from afar. But at the same time, that is a good point that you just brought up. And for those reasons and those reasons only, I will say good for you, Haley Bieber, and congrats on making it happen. Did you ever see the video of Haley Bieber meeting Justin Bieber for the first time? No. Yes. And I don't know if I want to. Wait. They're what? they're like teens. They're, like they're meeting each babies. Yeah, and I did see that. Who's her? Which Baldwin brother is her dad? I know it's not Alec. 
Steven. Okay, so it's, it's yeah, Steven. There's Billy, Billy Baldwin. Oh, Billy Baldwin, yeah. Uh, there's a few uh, others, I think. There's like think, nine. There's like yeah. Scars Guards. There's like 20 of them. You just don't yeah. know who's who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's Steven, and I'm saying that with literally no idea. There's but, like actually not even a Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> she was like married in. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just see the video of them being teen babies meeting, and if it can happen, yeah. it can happen to anyone. Yeah, it's basically like her dad, Stephen Baldwin, let's say, being like, hey, Justin, like, you know, my daughter's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Can you sign this thing or something or the, something or the other? And then uh, Justin's, you know, security comes in at some point. It's like, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah. Not us just like completely like ma- defining that her dad is Stephen Baldwin. Going <laughs> forward, her dad is Stephen Baldwin. I almost met Justin Bieber once and I didn't get to, but that would have been me too. I would have been like, my sisters love you. <laughs> secretly i do too but i'm not gay yet so i can't tell anyone that i am attracted to you um anyway don't be mean to people online and don't comment on people's bodies whether yep. they it's a good thing or a bad thing just don't say anything about anyone's body no dude. I, and i think i mean come on Haley, be cool she's not cool don't be all uncool <laughs> don't break the girl code Lou, right? That's what Luann would say. Girl code. Um, speaking of girls, speaking of girls, um, <laughs> we have a breakup of the week and a makeup of the week, I guess is what I just decided to call this. Hookup. Um, Hookup, right? That was pretty good. Breakup of the week is Taylor Swift and apparently a boy that she's been dating for a long time who I had no idea who he was named jo- Joe Alwyn, and they broke up after six years, I want to say. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. And someone told me that, like, he got cast in a TV show, basically, he's, like, a struggling actor and got ta- cast in a TV show, like, once he started dating her, and then, like, the TV show was really bad. So they were like, you didn't even, like, use this pop star, like, relationship to, like, blow up. Like, I feel like now he's just gonna be, like, another mediocre actor who was, like, isn't in anything. That's and that's the the trouble with being casted for associated fame is that probably not casted for merit. Like there wasn't a lot of meritocracy here. They were hoping that he would bring in the the Swifties, right? Bring in all the Taylor Swift fans. And Taylor Swift, by the way, has a lot of fans. I mean, Taylor Swift may be one of the most popular people on the planet. So it makes sense from a marketing standpoint. By the way, no offense to Joe Alwyn. I have no idea about his acting credentials, his acting capabilities. Maybe he's brilliant. Maybe this guy's going to fucking EGOT or something, right? I don't know. I don't know about that. But (laughs) I hope he does, I guess. I don't know. I still don't know what he looks like. Right. I mean, well, what does it matter what he looks like? I'm talking about his acting quality, you know, like his AQ, right? But it does feel like, based on what you told me, he was he was casted more for his associated fame, and it's never it's never a good thing, you know. It's just you're you're banking on using him as a marketing tool, you know. Right. Right. And then it didn't work because, like, I think the one he was in was um, conversations with friends, maybe. Which was like normal people. It was like the same, based on the same book author as normal people, which normal people was like a huge hit. Kind of like what made Paul, Paul Moscow famous. And so I think they were hoping like, oh, he's going to be like the next big guy too. And then like no one watched it. 
I think some of these producers also underrate crossover appeal. It's like how many Taylor Swift fans want to watch that show? Right. Apparently, no, none. Apparently, right. very little. Um, but you know what show I would want to watch? <laughs> uh, keeping Cal- up with the Kardashians? <laughs> keeping up with the Chalamets. Um, Ky- Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are rumored to be dating. Her car was seen at his house. Which is always so weird to me. I'm like, how do people know whose car is whose? I don't know. But um, I think because of that, and then they were maybe spotted out once together. Now there's dating rumors, which I love that for them. This feels like the most Mad Libs celebrity couple in a while. And we've seen some crazy ones recently, I feel like. Yeah. No. It's giving, like, other than Pete Davidson, which we're always... Right. We always live for, like, who he's going to (laughs) date. It's been semi-normal, like people popping up and then this was really throwing me for for a loop pete davidson like- invented i think the mad lib celebrity couple effect where it's yeah. it's like pete davidson and chelsea clinton are dating and you wouldn't bat an eye at no. this point it's like of course he is i mean that's a meme he's a meme at this point but like <laughs> um uh, yeah this was this was funny this came out this week and it's also i feel like it's not even gonna be a thing it's like uh maybe they hung out a couple times and then right like Timothy Chalamet, it's like he, he's not gonna be like a stepdad, you know? <laughs> right, right. I just like don't see that for him. He's a baby. I'm obsessed with him. I love him. And you're not like a dad. You're not like someone who's a dad. I don't even see him as like someone who has a girlfriend. I see him as like I, you know, you know what? Maybe he's not a stepdad, but he's the dad who stepped up. Oh please. He weighs 115 pounds. Oh, don't give don't give me skinny dad erasure. Okay, I know dad bods or whatever, but don't give me skinny dad erasure here. Also, Timothy not- Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. He may be a fantastic dad. Also, not me telling you not to comment on people's bodies like literally 45 <laughs> seconds ago. And now I'm like, oh, but he's so small. But he's so cute. I love him. This was like it was like a nice compliment. I wish I was 115 pounds. <laughs> You're like, you're like, when it comes to dadding, size matters. Yeah. If you can't, if, if your son is going to weigh more than you at the age of 10, like you can't have one. That's my rule. If your son weighs more than you by the time he's 10, you can't have a son. Again, this, this is just skinny dad erasure. I'm not here for it. Skinny dads stand up with the dad bod dads. They're all in it together. You know, the step dads, the dads who step up. It's all, it's all. One crew raising the next generation. I hate he wasn't a stepdad. He was a dad that stepped up. I hate that. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. You never seen that meme? I've seen it, but like I feel like you can't. No one. No one's ever said it. No one said it out loud. Like hearing it be spoken <laughs> is making me so cringe. Like I hate that. And then no. And shout out to dads <laughs> and stepdads. And that's who stepped up. <clears throat> but like, no. <laughs> I can't. Well, we'll see and where skinny dads. We'll see where this goes. Okay, now we have to get to the main course. Uh, we had we had our appetizers right there. Scandaval. Okay. We have to start with the biggest question in, in, in my view. Um before I think before we even get into the what happened, we where should talk we? about the where were you? when you found out because this is this is true in my opinion i really do believe this is true everyone will remember where they were when they found out 10 yes. 20 years from now this is bravo i genuinely believe that 
This is Bravo um, fans 9-11, honestly. <laughs> I will always remember where I was when I, when I got the news. It's the Berlin Wall coming down. It's, mm-hmm. it's 9-11. It's mm-hmm. all the major events of the last 100 years. Yes. It had that same psychological impact, mm-hmm. you know, on the people who cared about it. Mine is going to, and I also was the first person in, in the world to find out, just so everyone knows. So, <laughs> right, right. Of course. You and me, one, one of you and me are always the first people to find out about any of these things. But literally, I was. So, I <laughs> had just landed in Chile and I was on right. my way. I was on my way from the airport. I'd just taken a like 10-hour flight or something and just heading from the Santiago airport in a cab, in a taxi cab at that. And my phone, I like went on my phone because it was like a 30-minute cab ride. So I was like, oh, I'll like go on my phone instead of like looking out the windows and like <laughs> seeing the sights. I'm like, no, my phone. Um, and went on Twitter, popped up, kid you not, 15 minutes posted had been it had been posted 15 minutes ago as i'm leaving the airport i see this headline freak out my sweet chilean cab driver has no idea that my entire life is changing in the back of his cars (laughs) no idea what's going on i'm freaking suddenly i'm getting friends texting me about it and i'm like i already know Mm -hmm. i was the first person in america to find out well the first person in south america to find out and that I do believe. I do think I was you the first were for sure the first person in Chile yeah. and maybe even South America to find, to out. find yeah. out. And yeah. meanwhile, no one even knows who they are. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's where I was. That's that's where I was. So I was at this <laughs> I was at this super trendy. By the way, I remember the date, March third. Yes. March 3rd. It was a Friday. And I was at this super trendy uh, bar and restaurant in LA. Hadn't been before. So it was all fun and exciting. And it's one of those places that if you don't get there early enough, you got no shot to sit down. And it was a Friday and I, I get off at five and they actually weirdly open at four. So I rush out. And I'm like, it's it's fine. I'm going to get there at like 5.15. Um, I'll definitely get a seat. The place is already packed. It's already right. packed. But I'm able to get a seat, sit down, do that quick little peruse through the phone. My phone is blowing up. Right. I'm getting texts from you, Eddie. Right. I don't know if I, you texted me or I texted you first, but definitely didn't at I, some point. Didn't I, break, didn't I break the news to you? You may have. I don't know. I, there were so many texts in my phone. I could check right now. I could. No, well, okay. he texts too much. No. <laughs> I would have to scroll for a while. But. Finish your story, and I will um, like update it as someone well, who knows your life better than you. <laughs> I, there's really not much more to the story other than to say I was at the Capri Club, this super trendy bar, and the news breaks, and I'm with Camille, right? And suddenly, we're just there with like martinis and like good food, and all we can talk about is what just happened. Right. How could this happen? Is this real? Right. You know, I mean, we'll get into a few of the details. We'll do a brief recap, y'all. We will. But obviously, TMZ breaks the news, and I say obviously because TMZ has been breaking a lot of, a lot of celebrity news for a while now. Um, but you get this 
you know, news coming from TMZ. And at first it, it felt kind of unbelievable. Tom I remember thinking there's no way. Like there's right? this like, some type of fluke or like, you know, misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. But cause remember, so I remember texting you and Camille and making like little jokes because we had talked because at first it came out that Tom and Ariana split and then within like a handful of hours, it came out that it was because of Raquel. Mm-hmm. And there oh. were photos of Tom with suitcases and they're saying Tom is moving out of the house or whatever. Yeah. And then there was news later that night that uh, he wasn't actually moving out of the house. Those suitcases were full of his band merch and merch. What's yeah. his band? Called? Oh, it's Sandoval and the Most Extras. That's what it is. Yes, Sandoval and the Most Extras. Awful mm-hmm. name. Um, <laughs> so we, you and me and Camille were texting about the breakup. And then like, I made like a slight little comment or something about Raquel. Like I made like a joke or a meme or something. And right. You were, and then like we kept talking about it a little bit more, and you guys like didn't get it. And then, yes, yes, no, you're right. Being like, oh, I'm FG, like we didn't see that yet. Like we didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Schwartz or some shit. Yeah, I was totally confused because I hadn't seen the news yet. Yes, you're right. I was still at work. You had texted me. Yes. Yes. It's just coming back to me. Yeah, yeah. You texted us like, yeah. Tom, what the fuck? Blah blah blah. Whatever you said. Yes. And I'm at work, and then and then we're rushing out to make it. And then to when you Capri. got, I'm, yep. I'm assuming because I was like hours later. I'm assuming yep. that's when it clicked with you is when you got to the bar, and then that's when you texted me being like, "OMFG, Ryan." We yes. Yeah. And then I'm on Twitter, and I'm seeing everything, and it's all starting to connect like puzzle pieces. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Once yeah. again, me breaking the news as I always do. Well, I'll break some more news for the for the fans here. Yeah. I saw Katie Maloney that night. I yeah. ran into, remember? I ran oh into God, Katie Maloney that night. I forgot you saw Katie Maloney that night. Yeah, I ran into her at Club TG. Yes. So they were all out. They were partying. Like, the news yeah. broke. And they were like, you know what? We That's knew bad. it. Screw it. Screw Sandoval. Oh my Apparently, God. Ariana was in the mix somewhere. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Ariana, I'll be honest, but I was within inches of Katie Maloney at Club TG. I was like, what? You were part of the like rebound team, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, them trying, their lives blowing up in front of their faces and just trying to have a good time. And then that's essentially what's happening to you. Your life is blowing up, obviously, because their lives are our lives. And <laughs> you just were out on the bound. My favorite thing was I'm in a different country. Nobody speaks English. Nobody knows who these people are. All I want to do is talk about it with people. <laughs> I'm traveling alone, so I'm sitting by my lonesome, like at a bar, like basically trying to get anyone who will listen to me to listen, and everyone doesn't. So we had opposite, we had opposite um, surroundings. But you're like, this news couldn't have broken like a few days earlier, or like two like, weeks later, like, yeah, like or a couple weeks later, like seriously. And then I'm like texting my friends about it, and they're like, "Aren't you like literally in a different country?" And I'm like, "Yes, but like I need a couple hours to process." <laughs> okay, uh, for for the listeners who may not be aware of any of this and probably have already turned this off, um, yeah, Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, two stars of Vanderpump Rules, been together for ten years. Everyone thought they were they were one of, if not the most stable couple of this reality TV show. 
um, they seemed pretty good for a very long time. I mean, there never seemed to be any issues. News breaks on March 3rd, 2023, that Sandoval is having a seven-month affair with one of their closest friends, Raquel Levis, who also happens to be the ex-fiancé of another one of their closest friends. Yes, yes, famous name. That's crucial. So this is this is Sandoval's close friend, Raquel. This is Ariana's close friend, Raquel. And then they have another close friend named James. And James and Raquel were engaged. So until it's just like a last year. Until, uh, yes, and very shortly before this affair started. Yeah. We're not talking they, they were engaged 10 years ago, two years ago. They were engaged in 2022. And the engagement was broken off a few months later. Sandoval and Raquel start their thing. Uh, there's this also weird little twist with uh, Sandoval's best friend, Schwartz, being into Rumor. and interested in Raquel. Well, not Well, we've seen them make out on the show now. But was it all just a ploy? Was it all ah, just a Okay, so we should talk. We should talk. Let's get into it. Was it all just a ploy? Was it all just a cover up? So do you think that's a good enough recap, Rye? Like that brief recap? Yeah, and like for... you said, if they don't know what is happening yet, that's their fucking loss, and they're probably not listening to us. Um, <laughs> These people, CNN had a tab called Scandaval, or like Vanderpump Rules Drama or something. Like yeah. These people are legit celebrities now, by the way. They're huge. Like, almost they're overnight, huge. snap yeah. of the finger, celebrities. It's crazy because they were totally... I would say, I mean, far, far edge of anything D-list celebrity even. They were like Forget reality. celebrity. They were niche reality TV stars. like But very niche. Yeah, very niche. Because um, even the Real Housewives get spoofed on SNL every now and again. Right. I mean, Vanderpump Rules was nowhere on the radar. No, so specific. Um, where do we get them? Like, yeah. Like, where do we start? Where do we start, Rye? Where do we start? There's okay, so, so watch, much. Watching this season. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. So, okay, let's just break that down real quick for the people. So, the news broke, like, a few episodes into the newest season, which is very fascinating. And the whole season was basically going to be structured around Raquel making out with Tom Schwartz, who's the best Mm -hmm. friend who's recently divorced. That was one of the leading dramas. And we should mention that when this news broke, the cameras turned back on. The cameras turned back on, which is very rare for a, for a reality TV show. They yeah. usually have a filming schedule. In the case of Vanderpump Rules, they film over the summer. They filmed over the summer. The editors got to work, and it started airing. I want to say it was the second week of February, right? That was when it premiered. Yeah, I mean, this was a, this was episode, like, it came out, like, right after, like, episode three, I want to say. Yeah, very early on in the season. Like, I, I want to say, like, your birthday week was, like, when the premiere happened. Yeah, it was. It, they premiered on, it premiered on my birthday because I was like, oh, my God, thank you. It's my birthday present. Right, okay. So, I, I remember that. So, it was, like, yeah. right around your birthday or on your birthday, <clears throat> on your birthday, I guess. And we're three weeks into it. It's March 3rd. We get this news. Cameras turn back on. Super rare. They've already stopped filming months ago. Anyway, that I think that is an interesting facet to this story because we are watching this show, Rye, like you were about to get into. And you're watching it now with a whole new lens, mm-hmm. but we're also going to get additional content that we wouldn't have right. received otherwise. Right. We're, we're going to get a couple extra episodes tacked onto this season at the end. Yeah, yeah. And what will undoubtedly go down as one of the 
most explosive reunions of any Bravo show. I can assume. I can assume. Have you heard the news? No, maybe. Uh, Andy Cohen filmed three separate one-on-one interviews with Ariana, Sandoval, and Raquel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then did the legit group reunion with everyone. Yeah. That's... It's going to be eight weeks long. But see, I I want them to release it as like a full-length movie. Like, I want like a Uh four-hour, one-night, like, event watch. Like... Everyone. They should release it in in theaters. They, I would go. I would, I would go. go. I would fucking go. But I want like an event watch. Like I want everyone to be sitting down at the same time watching it and knowing like you have to be watching this right now. Yes. Anyway, so the 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 season was going to be structured around the Tom Schwartz and Raquel makeout. Now, like you said, knowing what we know now, watching this season is exponentially more interesting and cringy and shocking because scenes that are in the episodes would seem completely normal and like wouldn't really bat an eye if we didn't know what we know now like just Tom Sandoval and Raquel interactions like little things or little comments that Tom Sandoval makes the episode I just finished watching before we started, there's like a whole drama where like Tom Sandoval and Aria or and uh, Raquel were spotted at the Abbey at 1am and he gets all like weird about it. And it's like, just crazy. This is the gift that keeps on giving every knowing all this background drama just had me is making this season. Like just can't miss TV. I am watching these episodes trying to watch them with two different lenses and it's so interesting how you can watch these episodes and pretend like you don't know anything and go Mm -hmm. good for Raquel Katie Mm -hmm. is bullying her Mm -hmm. um you know which by the way like who cares I mean these you know it's there's low stakes here right at the end of the day like there's there's no reason to get like strongly emotionally invested in all this and like I feel kind of bad um, broadly speaking, that like all of these people over the years have received death threats, and right. you know, I mean, they were saying recently that Sandoval went somewhere and people were tossing beer on him or something. Is that what Short said? I guess on yeah, Watch like, like which like, like okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not the biggest deal, but also at the same time, like he's also providing y'all with entertainment that y'all are living for and. Oh, yeah. Like living for, living and breathing for every second of the day. Lives in any way, but in a positive way. Like <laughs> it sucks for them, and that's really shitty. But like, it's been it's brought nothing but joy to my life. So like, I love them. I like I love Raquel. Good for you. This girl. is Ariana's like life yeah. issue. This is yeah. Ariana's closest friends' life issue. I just and by the way, this dates back years and years where people would get so invested in Jax's issues or, right. or even they would disagree with Sheena versus Stassi. And they'd be like, I'm team Stassi over Sheena. Cause they always would feud. And it's like, hold up. This is a reality show. <laughs> right. Which that's part of the fun. And we love that. But like, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't think you should be throwing beers at people or assaulting anyone or like sending death yeah. threats. Obviously that goes inside, but, but it's back also to... so fun to be like, you little wenches. 
Like and, they're being snaky wenches. And that's why I want to I want to talk about the two lenses because it's so interesting to watch it and be like, okay, Katie's making good observations, but she is being cruel to Raquel. And I kind of like how Raquel is standing up for herself her standing up for herself because she never really has before. Okay. But then you watch it with the other lens. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, Raquel, what are you doing? Mm-mm. The only person who has your back is Ariana. Truly, literally. And and Sheena. And Sheena, but like... Yeah, but Sheena's uninvolved. Sheena's well, not yet. Well, Sheena does get involved. We have to talk yeah. about that. But it's like... When you have one person who's like your guardian angel within this group of friends, and let's admit, they've not been very kind to Raquel. Of course, now, in hindsight, everyone is cheering that on, right? I, I see right. the social media comments. Everyone is saying, loving the teardown of Raquel. But would y'all really think that? No, because the thing without is... Without this other viewpoint? I've said it before. Raquel, this would have been Raquel's redeeming season yes it really would have all of this not happened because i think everyone watching like the vegas episode and the scottsdale episode like when they're being just they were bullying her they were being total bullies just total rude bitches for no reason like you invited this girl on the trip like don't be a fucking rude bitch is raquel weird yes like okay whatever so people would have been everyone is everyone's weird everyone's weird they would like people would have been totally on her side, I believe, had this yep. information not come up. Maybe now, like the episodes we're in now, where she makes out with Tom, makes out with Tom Schwartz, like maybe people would be like, but like that's not the worst thing in the world you could do. And I don't think people would like turn their the audience would turn their back on Raquel for that alone. And I think people would understand Katie was just tearing you down nonstop. Why right. would you? Yeah, like, yeah. Why? Why would you like listen to her request to not make out with Schwartz, who, by the right. way, she divorced. She initiated the divorce. So, like, it's, right. it it's is a weird. It's a weird thing to do, sure, but like, it's more on Tom. It's more Tom and Katie's problem. It's not Raquel. Like, she's not like friends with Katie, so it doesn't matter really. Exactly. It is a weird thing to do. I will. I'm not being like, go do that, but like, I don't think people would have been like, you're canceled. Right, and it would be weirder if Katie and her were still cool, but like once Katie burned the bridge between her and Raquel, I think Raquel was kind of honestly trying to, to like screw over Katie, like rebuttal or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Which isn't a nice thing to do. You shouldn't like come on, like spite make out. Like please, like let's be more mature. We've all done it. (laughs) We've all spite make out. The classic maneuver. But like. But, like, knowing that she was sleeping with one of her closest friends' life partners for seven months? While they're still together, too. Like, there's not, like, there was a breakup involved or anything. Like, Raquel, like, why? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? That is, like... Ariana stood up for you every time. Mm -hmm. Even in this last episode, when Katie was calling Raquel a whore. Yeah. Ariana's like, no, don't call her that. She's not. Yeah. Ariana's standing up for Raquel. Her oh biggest God. advocate. Her biggest advocate. I cannot wait. Like, I think it's pretty... Like, we got the clip of her being like, I want you to die, or whatever, to Tom Sandoval, <laughs> which is iconic. I want to see, like, how she reacts, like, towards Raquel. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be intense. It's going to be crazy. Should we talk a little aftermath like what happened between Sheena and Raquel? Yes, iconic. Okay, so 
apparently, we don't really know what happened at this point, but, uh, and there's a lot of conflicting stories, but uh, the gist of this all is that when this news broke, and by the way, this news apparently, this the way the news broke, right? You, you know about this, right? Yes. I mean, we're in like a group chat where we're breaking down every TikTok. So, of course, you know about this. Um, But the way this broke was that Sandoval, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, like interject, please, right? Sandoval screen recorded a video, uh, a FaceTime with Raquel in which she in which she was masturbating, in which she was pleasuring herself. Right, right, right. right. Or I guess they were both. I think I think it was like a mutual thing. Yeah. Dual, yeah, dual action. Um, and Ariana had Sandoval's phone while they were at one of Sandoval's band's performances and opened up his phone, sees the video, gets obviously upset. Like, that's where things all kick off. As that happens, Sheena and Raquel are together in New York to film Watch What Happens Live, which, if you all don't know, it's Andy Cohen's after show. She was on Watch What Happens Live like the night that this all happened. Like, that's so wild. <laughs> the timing of it all. So it's happening, the Watch What Happens Live, as Ariana is finding out about the affair. Sheena and Raquel, after the show, go to a bar. Raquel gets a phone call, I guess, from Ariana. And so. they're on the phone. And then Sheena's like, what happened? Raquel confesses, because at that point, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And accord now at this point, this is where we diverge in stories, right? Sure. Raquel says that Sheena like punched her or whatever. Sheena says that didn't happen. Uh, it's like, y'all, this could be its own Holly Shook episode. Yeah. Basically, like uh, Raquel gets a restraining order on Sheena. They have to go to court. At the end of the day, Raquel kind of drops it, I guess, to so- whatever. Well, I don't know the details. She doesn't show up, which means it's dropped. Exactly. So, As you know. Player. And then I guess at the reunion, like Raquel had Andy serve Sheena some sort of papers. Oh my god! Just unbelievable well, it was, like, shit. It was drama because people were like, basically, if she has a restraining order, then they can't both be at the reunion. So people are like saying she only used that story to like basically, and they weren't. Well, they were both there, but they had to swap out. Exactly. They had to be 100 feet away from each other, so they filmed two different segments. Which is so ridiculous, and it's camp, and I love that. I mean, that's a first. That's a reunion first across Housewives and Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved when the seating chart, do you remember this, right? When the seating chart was announced, and you know how Bravo always releases the graphic of the seating chart. So, like, for the fans, like, if, like, y'all, you know, don't actually watch these shows, but you listen to us. Um... They, there's only one seating chart. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's always one, one seating chart. Yeah. And they release the seating chart. There's a graphic that shows where everyone's seating. And like, it's a big deal because usually the people who are in the most amount of drama. So the way the seating chart works, I'm going to try to portray the visual here. It's Andy Cohen, the moderator, right in the middle. You have two couches next to him. Okay. And like about, let's see. Vanderpump, let's, they do bar stools. Always? I'm pretty okay. sure it's always in bar stools. Fair enough. Okay, bar stools. That's an important detail. Important detail. So there's like you know, let's say like three, like uh, um, two sets of three bar stools on each side, right? Like let's 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 just pretend six people. So three people on each side. So the people who are in the most amount of drama sit closest to Andy Cohen. So it's like Andy Cohen right in the middle, and then to his right, like in this case, would be 
let's pretend Sandoval, and then directly to his left would be Ariana, and then so on and so forth, right? So people love to look for the, you know, seating chart ahead of time just to get themselves hyped up for the reunion and see, okay, who is sitting closest to Andy? And usually people could predict it, and that's a whole part of the fun, right? Yeah. We think, you know, X and Y is going to sit right next to Andy because they were in the most amount of drama this year, and and they want them right there, right? Right in the action, sitting closest to Andy, like, so they're in every wide shot, you know, whatever. Anyway, for this year, there were two different seating charts because there had to be one with Sheena, there had to be one with Raquel because of the restraining order. Truly, and so unhinged. So unhinged. Oh my gosh! So that that's a big part of the aftermath for sure of this. All, it was very true. Drama. Wasn't it like Ariana, Tom, like Raquel and Tom Sandoval are next to each other when she comes in? Obviously. Yes. Yes. Like, and Schwartz yeah. is to Schwartz is to Raquel's left. Right. So those yeah. three are next yeah. to each other. Yeah. Literally so so crazy, and I'm so excited. I, like I said, it needs it needs to be an event watch. Like it needs to be like a, I'm marking it on my calendars. I'm watching it live. I'm like texting my friends. Right. You know what that seating chart was? It was the exact seating alignment of those three sitting together on the couch in this episode. When Lisa goes, oh, when she moves. Tom, uh, you are very smiley right now, or whatever she, she says. Moves, like she goes to talk to them and then sits in between them. In between them, yes. Because I'm like, you could have just sat on the edge of the couch, but she like makes Tom move and sits in between. And I was like, wait a mm-hmm. second, yeah, that was weird. And this is like once again pre us knowing, pre anyone knowing about Sandoval and her. It but was he right so in front of our faces the whole time. He gets so defensive. It's crazy. But then also, I'm like, I don't know. Like, that whole scene was so crazy and cringe. It just, they're also cringe. And there's an episode from, or the scene from last episode where you can see that he slaps her ass. I, yeah. So I rewatched that. It's hard to see, but kind of, right? His hand is blocked, but it's kind of just like you yeah. see his do that. And then she goes, like, Whoa, and like grabs her butt. Right. Yeah. In front of Ariana. But even the whole build up too, like Raquel, yeah, Raquel. Yeah. Like he's so oh excited by her. It's he's like, strange. Yeah. It's so it's just like cringe because like obviously if you were there in the moment, you would not guess it because it's so insane that they would do this. But then you watch it back and you're like, it's so in their face. Like it's so obvious. Right. You know what this you know what watching this season feels like? It feels like watching a movie after you already know the twists at the end. Right, yeah. Like watching The Sixth Sense again. Yes. Except yeah. we didn't get to watch it the first time not knowing the twist. That's the difference. Right. It would That's the difference. Yeah, I wonder, like, oh my god, I didn't think about that. We never will get to watch the season not knowing exactly and i that's why i I keep trying to watch it with two different lenses where i go i would not have suspected a thing if i was watching this without the information that i know but everything is colored by what we know Mm -hmm. we are straight up watching the sixth sense for the first time but we know the ending yeah 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 which i i am one of the few people i i I got to see sixth sense without knowing me too me too and that was delicious yeah fantastic yeah i don't think i knew anyway but um yeah that is and i've been saying i've been thinking this season is good 
but I'm wondering, like, is it only good because we're able to watch it with this knowledge? Like, would it have been as juicy if it was just like none of that in the back, like none of the back background stuff was out yet? I feel, I feel like I definitely texted this before the news came out, but I was loving this season. I was too. Episodes. I was yeah. like, the first few episodes. I was like, oh, I'm into this. It's like yeah. they're pivoting, kind of. It's. Yeah. I was into it. I, I thought it was a strong start to the season, and honestly, it's only continued. It has only continued. I mean, like I, the past couple seasons, I would like never like even. Wa- I would wait a couple days to watch it and be like, whatever. Now it's like every Wednesday night. I need to make sure I watch it, but even though famously I just watched it Thursday morning, but um, uh, I wasn't home last night. Okay. Um, uh, what was I saying about? Oh, someone, I saw like a tweet or something that was like, I love this season of Vanderpump Rules. Like before everything came out because like, it's, it's giving housewives vibes now without mm. it being like, they're all single, but they're adults. Like we're not pretending like they're these like crazy, like just messy kids who like work at a restaurant. I feel like that's what was in between the last two seasons. It was like, we're buying a house and we're doing this. And it was just like boring drama shit. But now it's like, they're doing adult things, but they're like single and they're like, I don't know. They're back to like the roots of like drama and like hating each other. And it's so good. So let's talk about where Vanderpump Rules goes from here, because... It's hard to envision any of the cast filming with Sandoval and Raquel at this point. And we haven't gotten into all this in like our, I guess, our like celebrity scandal recap stuff. But like, if you all are listening to this and you don't know anything about Sandoval, you can imagine that everyone on the cast is done with Sandoval and Raquel right. at this point. Yeah. Other than Schwartz, because right. Schwartz and Sandoval are best friends. So, so Schwartz has Sandoval's back. They also own a business together. But for those of you who don't know, um, and I just keep saying that because like, I just don't want people to listen to this and say, we know. Okay. Armin, we know. Um, yes, I know, you know, uh, but yeah, no one likes them. You know, Sheena got hit with the restraining order. She hates Raquel and she was one of her biggest advocates. Second only to Ar- Ariana. Obviously Ariana <laughs> hates right. them both. Uh, everyone else uh, hates them now. Um, so right. Where does Vanderpump rules go from here? Is Sandoval out? I just can't imagine them filming with him anymore. I don't, Oh my God. Sorry. Um, I don't know. And I haven't necessarily thought about it because for me, this is their, I mean, this is the, the most watched it's ever been from what I gathered. Yep. Yep. Like it's, they have their highest ratings. It's peaking. It's peaking. So they need yep. to continue. Cause I know you mentioned it is Vanderpump rules over. Vanderpump rules isn't over. They're going to ride this wave. It's the best thing that's happened to them. Sandoval. I could see him. But could it be good without Sandoval and Raquel? Let me, let me tell you this. I, I, I said this wait, real quick, real quick. I said this to, to Camille the other day when we were watching the last episode, uh, the episode where Raquel and Schwartz made out. Right. I was like, holy shit. If you think about it, even before this drama came out, before the Scandoval and everything, Raquel was the driving, is the driving is force of this season. Yeah, absolutely. All the drama revolves around her. Raquel versus Christina Kelly. Raquel versus uh, Katie. Raquel versus this person. Raquel Lala. and Schwartz. Raquel versus yeah. Lala. It's yeah. it's Raquel is Raquel the whole thing. Garcelle's son. This episode. Raquel and Garcelle's son. So how do we move forward? Do they have other drama to 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 deliver? 
they seem to all be rallying around Ariana, which they should. And I'm very happy for her, like as a human being to another human being, forget right. the TV and the entertainment of it all. Like wrap your arms around Ariana and, and freaking be there for her, obviously. But like, I would presume they're not going to start fighting with her uh, anytime soon. And we need, we need fighting for the show to be good. Like the whole point of these shows is drama. I could see Tom Sandoval being out because not only is he friends with everyone and like beforehand, no one will fun with him. Obviously, no one. Also, other than Schwartz. Other than Schwartz. Other than Schwartz. But also, as of as the audience, I don't want to see him. Like watching him. True. He's always been like you love him or you hate him. But I don't think it's kind of like a Jax. Like no one's missed Jax on TV since they left. But we're like <laughs> nobody. He's, he's the guy. Like whatever. I would give the same with Sandoval. I don't care. I would not miss him if he's not on it anymore. Raquel, on the other hand, has to stay. But who will film with Raquel? Who? They'll find something. No. Honestly, you could only keep Raquel if you keep Schwartz. And Sandoval, because those three, they could film together, and maybe you yeah. construct scenarios where they have to be together. That's where Lisa Vanderpump would actually become important. Yeah. Is that sh- there has to be some hook that forces them all together at events that Lisa Vanderpump is throwing or some shit. Right? No, very that. But like, Ugh, it's just so just, hard, right? It's so hard. Like they have, because like Raquel, <sighs> there's always been people who are not friends with them. Like, they always bring in the new people and they kind of like right. do do I want them to bring in all these new people again? It clearly didn't work a couple seasons ago when they tried it. But like Raquel, if she like enters her villain era and just kind of like owns it and is like, I'm the villain, like whatever. They could find a way, but you're right. It's like, then it's like Raquel has her own separate show basically at that point. Cause no one else will be filming with her. They won't film with her. Even in this episode, Katie threw some little party and didn't invite Raquel and invited Charlie. Right. 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 I, I mean, I, listen, I agree with you. I, I think Raquel is a great uh, instrument for drama, right? And you yeah. don't want to look at someone like like that, but this is a reality TV show, and the producers honestly are assessing that way, right? Yeah. Who is going to That's deliver the drama? About. That's all I care about. I don't care right. about them. I just need them to give me good TV. But they also know, the producers, being the they, we need to convince them to film together. And at the same time, uh, the cast members are going to leverage their own fame and their own contracts and say, but I have the right not to film with everyone because this is supposed to depict my real life. Right. And in my real life, I'm not hanging out with a Raquel. And that's true too, by the way, that's totally authentic. And I don't want them by the way, to be inauthentic, right? I I don't want, there's only fake shit, you know, there's only so many like Tom, Tom, friends and family tastings parties mm-hmm. that you can have where, okay, yeah, Raquel would get invited to that. Like you can't do that for like the whole season. It would and be have it so authentic inorganic. Yeah. It, it just wouldn't play. So, okay. I'm, I'm going to propose something here, right? Something crazy. Well, okay. Before I propose, before I propose, you're going to propose to me. <laughs> I know on the pod. Um, I want to tell you a little story. So, you know, I was watching Vanderpump rules week to week, starting season two. Sure. I, I Huge didn't OG watch fan. very almost close to OG, almost OG, but not quite. Didn't watch the first season, but the first season is kind of weird. It's like six, six to eight episodes. It's a mm-hmm. short season. It's great, actually. <laughs> By it's the way, a great season, yeah, but it's short. It's actually fantastic, but yeah, it's a short, weird season. 
I start watching season two, episode one. If you all don't know, season two ends in an almost similar fashion <laughs> to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But no one cared. It didn't become uh, New York Times fodder. Like, the New York Times was not covering that. Right. But uh, the, the, the gist of it was basically a guy cheated on his girlfriend with his best friend's girlfriend. Right. And some of the same players. So yeah. Tom Sandoval's best friend yeah. slept with his girlfriend. Yeah. And Tom Sandoval's girlfriend's best friend was his yeah. best friend's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, we get it. So having said all that, season two ends and I turn to Camille and I say, oh, they, this show's done. This show is done. How can they film together? They have to kick out Jack. Something has to happen. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you remember, Rye. Yeah. Season three opens with a monologue from, I think, Jax. And it's Jax saying how, yeah, like, last year was rough, you know, and, like, since then I've had to look inward. And I've had a, I've had a lot of growth since then. And, you know, for a few months, nobody talked to me. and uh, And, you know, Sandoval didn't talk to me. But, you know... We started working at the same, you know, we obviously work behind the same bar. And then we just made a couple quips together. And now we're f- close friends again. So season three opens <laughs> with, with Sandoval uh, and Jax. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? Look, him just quickly recapping it. Like, just so you know. Here, Okay, finish your proposal. Well, so I'm, I'm saying all this to say that, like, like, if you watch season two at the time, you would go into season three thinking there's no way Sandoval would forget forgive Jax right. because Jax slept with his girlfriend. But he did. And then they start season three as if nothing... Well, not as if nothing ever happened, right? But... But they they're still... Again. Yeah. I say all that to say I just don't think this time it could happen. And, and I agree because that was what? Eight years? How long? How Ten, ten years. years ago. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was eight years. Yeah, you're right. It was eight years ago. They were, like, younger. Yes. And... No, because it has... Yeah. No. No, it was. No, it was almost ten years ago. Ariana doesn't come on until third season. No, she was... No, she's not... No, she was second season. She was season two. There's no way. No, because she comes on... No, she was season two. Is she? Yes. She is Is in season two. Is she at the party where Slap... With Slap heard around the world? No, no, no. Because she was... She was kind of on the periphery. Okay, she wasn't like as big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Nope. Because the whole thing, like Kristen thinks that Sandoval slept with Ariana. Ariana right. is introduced. She's introduced as like a bartender from Villa Blanca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. She's in season two. You know who so, else makes an appearance in season two? James okay. Kennedy. Oh, yeah. He does. Brief appearance at the photo shoot. Yeah. Yep. Iconic. Iconic. So they were younger. This is why it worked. Then. They didn't have money, there. and they had to work at the same place. They had to work at the same bar. That's yes. when it was still like we all work together. Like we're all coworkers. They yes. were younger. The relationships weren't as long withstanding. Not to say like just because a relationship was less means that cheating's better or okay. But if you look at it, like Tom Sandoval and Kristen, like come on, like how long? How much longer was that going to go? Well, they Stop. were they were together for six years, believe it or not. But yeah, okay, whatever. But that doesn't count. <laughs> they're both idiots so i and i you know i love kristen doty you know i love her but they didn't but, own a house you know, together they didn't own a house yeah, together. you gotta understand where i come from like it was just a less her relationships 
back then because yeah, they didn't own a house together like Tom and Ariana. They hadn't like, they're not having discussions about their future, about their kids, about whatever. Like it was still like, we're 24, however old they were, 25. They were in their thirties, but yeah. In season two. Yeah. Stassi and Kristen were not in their thirties. No, Stassi. No, uh, Kristen was was old. Yes. (laughs) Kristen Kristen was in her thirties. Stassi was the young baby of the group. Okay. Saucy turns 25 in season two. Remember? It's like, it's my birthday. She's yeah. turning 25 in Mexico. Okay, so my whole theory, you're basically just proving. But the general <laughs> sentiment. No, no, the general sentiment is correct. Where I'm being pedantic. I'm being pedantic. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot you're a fucking Bravo historian. You know every detail about every episode. But you get what I'm saying. Of course like, I do. Not, like, Tom and Ariana aren't gonna like kiss and make up over the next four months before they start filming. Like, there's no way. No like, way. No one's going to like not talk to Raquel for a few weeks and then be like, yeah, it's okay. Like, no, like there's just no way. I, I, and I think what you're speaking to at the end of the day is the money and the organic aspect of their environment, which is they, they made $17,000 if I'm not mistaken for season two. So they were, they were not rich yet. Now they got all the money in the world. They have all the options in the world. Right. When you when you're making five hundred grand a year for ten years, they they have a lot of options. They don't need to necessarily make up with someone who they hate and despise just to stay for a paycheck on a show. Yeah. Secondly, and this kind of ties into the first point, the organic aspect of their environment. They had to work at this bar. That was their job. Right. They needed that. They needed that money more than they needed the seventeen grand from shooting a few episodes of reality TV. Right. So they ha- they had to suck it up and and be around people they hated. Now they don't have to do that. They don't even work there anymore. So we right. lost that organic element that could bind the that could have binded these people together once upon mm-hmm. a time. It doesn't exist anymore. At this point, it shows in the last half like each other, like bringing in all the new people like a few seasons ago. It felt forced because you're like, why are they all hanging out like they like Stassi and Kristen wouldn't be hanging out with Dana and Danica. Like that's just that's that's just totally forced. And I've noticed with this season, there aren't as many like, hey, you're going to go hang out with this person now, like. Maybe a little bit with them trying to get Raquel to be part of the girls group at the beginning of the season. But like, I still think she would be invited to some of those things. So it feels more natural now, but yeah, like you can't go back to the like, okay, now go hang out with this person today. It's like, that's not going to work. What if they wrapped it on this crew and just said, that's this life cycle. And the next year go 100% fresh, maybe even move it to Vanderpump Vegas. I bet there are some interesting people working at Vanderpump Vegas and you have the setting of Vegas. Just start it fresh. And it's still Vanderpump rules. I don't want to lose the concept. I think the concept is really cool. A a bunch of servers, bartenders working all together. And obviously a lot of them are attracted to each other and shenanigans happen. It's a great concept. It's a great concept. I would love for it to get back to its roots. The problem is nothing will ever ever be able to recreate the early seasons of Vanderpump Rules. It was so organic. And my other thing is, I think they could still do this cast without Sandoval and Raquel. Because they're still going to be fallout from it. And they're still going to be... 
follow Trump. from it without them though like what are they they're okay. just going to talk shit about them for 17 episodes and we're going to watch them talk shit selling sunset's been doing that for four seasons <laughs> but i don't know i i, I we'll have to uh, i don't see them scrapping the whole cast after it's become its most popular season and people actually know that's who they true are. They're going to have to get creative, though, and, and I'm excited to see how they do it. Um, it's going maybe maybe it to be either like continue bringing the show on the up, up and up, or it's going to be like, all right, we peaked so hard during this whole thing that it's, it can never live up to that again. Maybe maybe it is, right? like a bifurcated experience where you're following Ariana and what she's doing, and you're following Sandoval and what he's doing. It's almost It almost becomes the Ariana and Sandoval show, right? It does, and you're watching- it, like, I don't care what – I don't – like. Sandoval's so cringe already to me that I'm like right. I don't even want to watch him. Like he's not an I know to me. Well, we'll see what they do. Okay, so let's let's get back a little bit more into the af- aftermath. Ariana is uh, dating uh, dating a guy named Daniel Way. Uh, they were spotted at Coachella. Uh, Tom Sandoval was, I guess, on his way to like this nature retreat or something, and uh, TMZ caught up with him, and they asked. Sandoval uh, what he thinks about her new relationship and he said he's super happy for her he wishes them the best whatever what's your take on that I didn't know this I didn't know she had a new oh. guy yeah I, I didn't oh, know you didn't know no oh, let me see if I could find I mean like dating or is it like a guy she's hooking up with okay well I, I don't know the semantics I why mean, <laughs> um, let me let me text Katie <laughs> no I mean good for her I support that as she fucking should and like, of course, Tom's gonna be like, good for him. like, is like he blew it with his apology first off, and then like is trying to has been trying to recover ever since. Every time him or Schwartz opens their mouths, it's like a fucking joke. Did you watch the Watch What Happens Live with Schwartz? Of course. Disaster. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> disaster. But you know what I loved about it, to be honest, it, and it was a disaster. But what I loved about it was that he was so unfiltered and honest, and everyone including andy was like you need to be more pr managed like let me give you some advice say less and make sure you talk to your pr team katie had like a tiktok that went viral saying like before you go on tv like uh, consult pr like public relations right Right, you and me talk about this on holly shook and off holly shook all the time we want less of that we want less pr managed we want because then everyone sounds exactly the same which yes it's going to get you in less trouble but don't we want like unfiltered, raw, authentic, fucking honesty? I do. I will say I'm. I'm. It, it worked with him because it, he just comes off as stupid. <laughs> but and it gave us so much like insight into what was going on, like the timeline more. Yes. So, so I all I do support it, but like yeah, he's he's gonna. It bit him yeah, in the I well, let's let's talk about that real quick. Like he confirmed uh, that he knew in August that they had a one night affair, right? And then he also confirmed this is all fresh information we're getting on Andy's like late night talk show. Uh, and then in January, uh, Sandoval confesses to Schwartz that he's in love with Raquel. Right. I mean, I like. Do we want him to be less messy and PR managed? Like, no, we would I, not have I mean, known it, that. I love. I I needed that. I just hate that because <laughs> that's disgusting. Like, what do you you've known this girl? I guess known her for a while, but like, uh, it's just so cringe. And then I know Tom Sandoval. Oh, that Schwartz didn't say. Oh, okay, we didn't talk about this. Tom Sandoval Schwartz. went on a 
podcast or something. The Howie Mandel and the decoy thing. What should we talk talk about first? I don't and know. I think we cover that. Is, but the decoy. You you brought it up earlier that Schwartz was a decoy. That oh, I thought a- you meant there was another thing called decoy, and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, well, sure, my, let's start with the decoy thing. My thing with the Sandoval interview on Howie Mandel's podcast, okay. there. <laughs> which is also a Mad Lib. Um, <laughs> it is. Is that. He he's just no accountability. Mm-hmm. Basically, even like I've tried to break up with her, and she just wouldn't let me. And what's man to do? And like all this stuff. Like I hate that. Like he's he just clearly is like a skis. I mean, he obviously is a skeezy scumball, but scumbag. But like, just no accountability. It's so cringe. At least like Raquel is somewhat being like I am in the wrong one hundred percent, and I'm gonna work on myself. Like Sandoval clearly is not trying to work on himself. And did you see the whole story about him going to some wellness center and then the wellness center posted the Instagram photo? Did and you see that? Said, like he like commented on it or something. Like they basically were like, oh, the, and it was the uh, caption of. It said like, these are the best days of our lives. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. You know, but for, didn't, for y'all who don't know, it's the theme say? song of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> what did he say? Well, he came out and said that's like unprofessional and like you claim to be a place for wellness and you're exploiting my, which I actually kind of agree with him. I agree with that, but also like, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're here for the drama at the end of the day. No. Yeah. I mean, I agree with the facts of the case, which are that if you are a wellness center, like, come on, I mean, use some discretion. Like I'm pretty sure discretion is a part of their policy, right? Like they're not going to, they're going to come out and be like, I don't know. Tom like, Sandoval, they could have just said Tom Sandoval just checked in, like literally, and it would have been the same thing. Yeah, you don't say that, like yeah. as a wellness center. So, um, but whatever, they used it and ran with it that. for some social media engagement, and Sandoval put them on blast. And honestly, no one, it's funny, no one cares. Like everyone is just wanting to see him crash and burn. So everyone yeah. was like, who cares? Like, fuck yeah. it. Which, like, I don't know. I think if he. He's handling, they're both PR and mismanaged because he's just handling it wrong as well. And if he had any sort of remorse or like human emotion, he would not be saying the things that he's saying to get through this. He, should, he shouldn't have gone on Howie Mandel, to be honest. No. Like, And then I heard dude, people, uh, like Andy was pissed because he's like, you got to save stuff for the reunion. Right. Yeah, that's the also, like, ratings listen- aspect of it. I'm not listening to a podcast ever in general, but definitely not Howie Mandel's with Tom Sandoval. That sounds like a hate crime waiting to happen. And apparently Howie Mandel had no real background or interest in Vanderpump Rules. So he didn't really, his daughter was a huge fan. So like obviously prepped him and produced the episode as much as he could. But like people who listened said Howie Mandel clearly didn't know the characters no. You know, in the show, I say characters, these are real life people, but like, <laughs> they're characters. Didn't know the cast members saying, like, who's Sheena and this and that. And it's like, I mean, Tom, if you're going to go on a show, go on a show with some credibility on yeah. the topic. Yeah. Get some hard questions. But also, Howie Mandel, I mean, not like I've ever done any research for this podcast, but like, if you're going to have like a podcast that you're clearly getting a man on it that you know will draw attention to your podcast. No one knew Howie Mandel had a podcast until this happened. No idea. So he obviously was just using it as like an attention grabber. Like, do a little bit of research. Sandoval should have come on Holly Shook, but he he was afraid of the hard-hitting questions. That's the problem. 
but at least we would have, I said we would have hit hard, but at least we would have yeah. known what he was talking about. And that's the thing, because then we could ask follow-ups, and he's and he's afraid of that. Howie Mandel had no idea what was happening. I mean, I didn't listen, but that was my no. understanding from people who did. That yeah. You want an interviewer who's very well – well, you don't – well, in Sandoval's position, you don't want this. Yeah. In our position, right. we want this. You want an interviewer who is well-prepped because right. when he says something that could be, let's say, not factual, they can follow up on it. Right. Howie Mandel didn't have any of the prep. He had none. He had none of the expertise on the topic. And it's sad that like we we can actually we're coming out here just saying it like we're, we're experts on the topic of, of Vanderpump Rules. But I mean, literally, we would we would have had we would have given him an opportunity to explain himself and then shut it down immediately. Did we reach at, out or to follow him? up at, at the very least? Follow up. We should have reached out to him. We're slacking. We'll get Ariana on and get her side of the story mm-hmm. because Sandoval's coming out saying, you know, that I, it's so and you didn't go too deep on it. So I just want to flesh that a little bit. Like Sandoval was saying that he broke up with Ariana a million times. She wouldn't uh, yes, accept yes, yes. the breakup um, that he was spending all his time with Raquel. And it was strange that uh, she didn't even notice that Ariana didn't even notice that. It. it <laughs> It comes across as so incredibly one-sided. There's no way. There's no way that that version. I'm not saying that there there isn't one ounce of truth to it, Tom. Like, obviously, your relationship wasn't working that well. Uh, Reps for Ariana said something to that effect, right? Like that Ari- Ariana wasn't happy with Tom and that right. the Raquel no, thing was they, the last draw. So I, I don't think the their relationship was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, their relationship was on the downward spiral. Yeah, for sure. Um, it wasn't perfect, but like your version of events just sounds diluted. I mean, diluted, and once again, not taking any accountability or responsibility, blaming her, basically like saying like, well, she just wouldn't let me go. So what? Like, I had to like take care of myself. It's like you literally like what? Like it just it's so cringe to watch and it makes me so mad because he sucks and it makes me sad for Ariana, but also everyone with like two brain cells knows that he's delusional and lying or, you know, picking and choosing details. We'll say. Yeah. And it's so hard to believe that everyone would be so shocked and everyone has been so shocked. Not the fans. I'm talking about their friends, right? Their friends have come out saying we didn't see this coming one bit. Right. If he was breaking up with her every week, like he proclaims, like at one point, Ariana must would have said maybe one thing like, man, like it's Tom keeps trying to break up with me, but it's not like, uh, but it's not uh, we're we're trying to fix it or whatever. Even if she mentioned those things, like no one would expect the final result of the affair, I would say, which is also crazy because like they clearly were hiding it really well because they're always all around each other. <clears throat> and James's new girlfriend, Allie, being the one who like broke the news of them at the Abbey. I love that for her. Okay, right. Let's finish on the decoy question. So so for those who don't know, a lot of people think that Tom Schwartz may be uh may have been a decoy for Sandoval and Raquel's relationship because, like we've talked about, this whole not this whole season, but a lot of this season has revolved around the will they won't they of Tom Schwartz. And uh, Raquel, until they do finally make out. Um, so there's a theory that Schwartz was doing Sandoval a solid 
faking this whole will they won't they thing making out with Raquel for a brief moment um and it really is brief it's not like a whole huge thing they just like make out a little bit and whatever it's over uh and and he does it so the cameras and uh, their castmates are off this real scent and the scent is actually on Sandoval and and uh Raquel who had already slept together before Schwartz and Raquel had actually already uh, or, uh before Schwartz and Raquel had made out for the first time. Correct. Uh so so that's the decoy theory. Rye, where do you stand on the decoy theory? I believe it because mm. it makes sense and because I think Schwartz would do anything to please his lover, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> and it does make sense. I think like from a reality TV standpoint they it's such a great you know like because even the fans we got this information before this season comes out so it's like we're leading up thinking about the tom schwartz and raquel thing so why would we think about anything else is happening the friends same thing like well if raquel it's such a big deal that she's he's making out with raquel like nothing else could be happening that's a big deal you know what i mean I just I I believe it. Who's who's to say if it's true? Who, will we ever know? But I believe it just because I like that theory as like a stupid thing that they would do. They, I mean, there's there's a lot uh there's a lot of reason to believe it. I'm not gonna lie, but I just can't see Schwartz debasing himself to that degree because that requires a lot of debasing yourself. He is basically, I mean. Ruining his relationship with Katie, which does this does not seem like an act like on the show, no. you know, uh, by making out with Raquel, one of his closest friends, his ex-wife, who he's still trying to be close friends with, cuts everything off with him. Um, th- there's also a tad bit of embarrassment to it all, right? Like, let's be honest, like the whole will they won't they thing, like when she first tries to make out with him at the show and he has to say no because he sees the cameras there and he doesn't want to do it in front of the cameras. And he always seems a little embarrassed, blushing by it. I mean, here, okay. It it feels a little authentic to me. Like the way he's acting, it doesn't feel like he is just trying to be a diversion for a nefarious affair. And if he is being a diversion man like that's a lot to put yourself through and i don't know if tom is even that as much as he can be that kind of doormat for his friends i just don't know if he would be this much of one let me rephrase that i think it all happened strictly as a decoy i don't think that they like came up with the plan like hey you should make out with raquel so that nobody discovers this i think they knew like i think it happened semi you know authentically but i think that they like used leaned into it in a way or like used it to their advantage i don't think it was like i don't think any of the three of them are smart enough to be like we should do this and it will get them off our scent like let's be for fucking real but like i think they leaned into it for sure and they knew that it would be a big distraction for the show and at least would help them not get discovered, I guess. But maybe not like they sat down and like wrote out like a plan. Right. Yeah. It wasn't choreographed. It wasn't like as choreographed, but like, I think it, I mean, it worked. Uh, It it kept everyone off the, like 
the Raquel and Sandoval thing for as long as I could. Well, I mean, the, there's another option here. It's like how manipulative is potentially Raquel here? Would you know because, but potentially there is a scenario where she is the only one that has all the knowledge here, right? Like Schwartz doesn't know about Sandoval and Raquel, which according to him he didn't know until later. Um, and you know Sandoval knows to some degree that Schwartz has been interested in Raquel, but you know they haven't made out yet. And then there's Raquel, who had just slept with Sandoval, and then she's like, "I'm gonna go." And make right. out with Tom in front of the cam- Tom Schwartz in front of the right. in front of the cameras. <laughs> I mean, that's Once another again, option I here. I don't know. I don't know if sweet little Raquel has it in her to really come be the mastermind behind this whole thing. But that is a fair point that she potentially could be the only one that knew all all of the information first and at once, while other yeah. people were learning about it as we went. Yeah, theoretically, she like there is a point in time where like she, like she is the queen on the chessboard. You know, she has all the moves at her disposal, right? Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. Schwartz has no idea about like zero clue about Sandoval and Raquel. At least according to him, yeah. zero clue. According to him, according to him. I think. He and knew, I think he you think when he says that. So you think Schwartz made out with Raquel knowing that Sandoval and Raquel had already hooked up? That's no. the question. That's the question not, here. Maybe not. But like I think he probably knew something was up earlier than what he admits. Okay. I mean, Schwartz said on the Watch It Happens Live that right after he made out, Sandoval admitted to him. That's pretty early. And they that they apparently slept together in August, which is when the wedding was. Just apparently so apparently in this truncated period of time, a lot of shit goes down. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> Oh, Scandal. I, I have a feeling we're not going to stop talking about this after this. No, no. This and episode. I like, especially once we got reunion and they start filming again, we know who's filming. It's just going to keep coming out. Oh, right. This, what a, what a great way to get back on the Holly Shook horse. It's the only thing that could get us back this quickly. Right. Even, yeah, that's true. <laughs> even though it definitely like happened over a month and a half ago, but it has been nonstop updates since. So, it re- I feel like our our Scandal group chat. It's like every other day a new TikTok with theories. We didn't even come close to touching it all, but I mean, no, you can't. Well, you can't. Yeah, the episode would have to be like three hours long. So, I know. Well, we're getting there. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's so good. I love it. I think I'm gonna ride this high at least till the season ends because it's just thrilling week to week TV. I love it. It makes me so happy. It's I so needed good. this. We needed this. <laughs> yeah, we as reality TV obsessed people, we, needed, we needed this in our life, and I'm so happy. And I feel bad for for Ariana, but otherwise, I'm so happy. That's where we should end off, right? Like acknowledging the real pain of reality TV. Yeah. yeah. Um. Shout out to Ariana. We wish you well. She seems to be doing well. Uh, she has this it. new guy, Daniel, and they seem happy. So, shout she's out. Like, she's the star, and she's a new star, and I. She deserved it. She got, she got what she was. She got the love that she was meant to get, and she gets to leave Tom in the dust, which is good because. And we, and we teased this earlier. She got a lifetime movie deal, and she's on uh, Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. dude. She's getting all these amazing opportunities. Her uh, sandwich 
shop is opening this year. Sandwiches. I can't wait to go. You need to go for me and do a review. I'll I'll go. I'll go. You you need to come to LA just to go to the sandwich. I literally will go, stop in, and then leave. <laughs> flight um, flight in and out same day. Yeah, stop at the sandwich I, shop. I have it Uber Eats to LAX, so I don't actually have to leave. <laughs> but um, I actually am going to LA at the end of summer, so I'll see you. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Really? Kind of. Okay, well, we'll talk offline. (laughs) Um, But anyway, welcome back. Thank you guys for sticking with us through this long one. But hopefully you're happy to hear us. And um, we'll hopefully not wait another six months to talk to you again. (laughs) Talk to you in six months. Bye. Six months. Bye.